Welcome to the Essay for FAs Asset Allocator Podcast, a series that addresses issues of current interest to financial advisors, including ETFs, asset allocation, and the economy. I am your host, Gil Weinrich of Seeking Alpha, and today's topic is the seemingly simple yet elusive task of clarifying the client's goals. We'll get to that in a moment, but first, this word on behalf of our sponsor, Nationwide. This podcast is brought to you by Nationwide. Nationwide's New Heights fixed indexed annuities now offer the flexibility of earlier withdrawals with an optional living benefit rider at additional cost. Learn more at nationwidenewheights.com. Asset allocation drives returns, as finance academics are wont to say. But what drives asset allocation? That is the key question, and really the key aspect of the job of a financial advisor, to discover that. Yet most advisors go about it the wrong way. That is the take of UC Berkeley economics professor Shachar Kariv, as told to financial journalist Jane Wolman Rusoff in an interview on thinkadvisor.com. I happen to be a big fan of both Kariv and Rusoff, and delighted, therefore, to report my takeaways from their interview earlier this month. The essential problem is that advisors rely on risk tolerance questionnaires, which Kariv calls the source of all evil and bad in the financial services industry. I'll explain that in a moment, but I should first clarify that advisors are not solely to blame for this. Just as doctors have been accused of practicing defensive medicine, including unnecessary tests to avoid lawsuits, so too filling out these risk questionnaires from the standpoint of a potential lawsuit shields advisors from complaints that they place their client in an unsuitable investment. Now back to Professor Kariv. He believes these questionnaires are silly. What does it really mean that your risk tolerance is a 6? And if the advisor indicates that 6 means having a conservative portfolio, that is still not helpful. And the reason, states Kariv, is that the questionnaire only feeds back the client's stated preferences, which may differ from his actual preferences. As Kariv puts it, it's like asking somebody, how many white blood cells do you think you have? It's not something people can ascertain from the top of their head, which is precisely why it is helpful to use a financial advisor. So Kariv advises advisors to focus not on stated preferences, but on revealed preferences. He himself has designed a gamification program to uncover a client's true preferences via actions rather than guesses, and other such programs exist on the market as well. Elsewhere, Kariv has illustrated the risk tolerance questionnaire by the example of asking people what they think of dolphins. Most people, on a scale of 1 to 10, give the smiley sea creature an 8. They are generally well disposed to dolphins, but then ask them how much time and money they have invested in dolphins in their life, and the answer is typically zero. So one's stated preference is that they love dolphins, but their revealed preference is that they could care less about them. And that is why it is vitally important that advisors facilitate their clients having a meaningful understanding of their true preferences. Once again, Kariv helpfully blows past the imprecise and unhelpful chatter one hears about what this might be and clearly defines client preferences as how people negotiate trade-offs about risk and reward today and tomorrow and oneself and others. Elegant. What this comes down to is that people have to know themselves, which is knowing who they are and who they want to become. We all have needs for growth, for stability, for endurance, for current enjoyment, for future comfort, for a legacy, 
but it's not automatically clear to people how to balance these values unless we think through the extent to which we are willing to invest in them and for them, right? We may love dolphins, but are not willing to make a stop at our local aquarium on the way back from work each day. That's where financial advisors come in, by helping clients sort through the fact that each of our goals comes with a trade-off, the possibility of loss, the lack of growth, illiquidity. To give one example, and this is strictly my opinion, not based on any kind of data, I think the greatest difficulty for people in this regard is in negotiating the trade-off between current and future desires, and I believe they bias their decisions to the present. That is because their taste for the cappuccino this morning, or a fancier car, or bigger home is tangible. The lure of a comfortable retirement is for your older future self and can be put off. I believe if advisors could schedule a meeting between their client and his future self, everyone, including the advisor, would leave that meeting with a much more precise understanding of the client's true preferences. Thanks for listening. If you found this podcast useful, consider passing it on to one other advisor. Also, feel free to contact me at gill at seekingalpha.com if you have feedback or requests. This is Seeking Alpha's Gil Weinrich, and our podcast was sponsored by Nationwide.